Welcome to Warren Radio, Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Welcome to Warren Radio Advocacy and Gospel News for the Persecuted Church. I am Tower, and we are glad you joined us. Warren Radio Advocacy Broadcast for the Persecuted Church is a fast-moving gospel news program, and all correspondence and inquiries of the WIBR Warren Radio Network can be sent to us through our contact page on warren-usa.com. Today is Wednesday, the fourth day of March, 2020. And the scripture reading for this week is Exodus chapter 27, starting at verse 20 through chapter 30, verse 10. Ezekiel chapter 43, verses 10 through 27. And the New Testament portion is Hebrews chapter 13, verses 10 through 17. Be sure to follow the WIBR Warren Radio on Twitter at hashtag WatchmanIS216 and hashtag Warren Radio. On LinkedIn, you can find us by hashtag Watchman. And join us on USA.life and MeWe, that's M-E-W-E. Look for hashtag Warren Radio. You can go to warren-usa.com and danaglennsmith.com to listen to the shows and read the articles. And you can also, also Warren Radio is available, the shows are available through Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes Player, Apple Podcasts, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Warren Radio Visions on Blog Talk, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Anchor, Deezer, and we're also on Podchaser. <clears throat> Be sure to take time to read the pertinent articles by the Watchmen. They're inspired and they're pertinent to the day and age we're living in. Please take time to read them and pass them on to your friends. You can go to warn-usa.com or danaglennsmith.com to read the latest articles. And this week we feature Living Hope and the Apocalypse. As Christians, we have a living hope in Jesus Christ. However, sin and iniquity abounds today, and we are warned that the love of many will wax cold. Also, in truth and consequences. The truth and the consequences of any nation falling into sin, pride, and rejecting truth follows an inevitable path of paranoia, fear, and delusion. If you read the beginning sentences, sentence of Psalms chapter 2, it will read the following. Why do the heathen rage? And also the fourth estate, fake news and deception. The fourth estate, have you heard of it? It is the fourth estate that has taken center stage today in America. So go to warn-usa.com or danaglennsmith.com to read those latest articles. And now I welcome in the Watchmen.
You're listening to WARN Radio on the WIBR WARN Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Dana, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Oh, doing great. What's going on? Well, we've got another advocacy show, and uh, we are in March, and we've got a wave of warmer weather. We we get a lot of wind up here, and uh, on the political scene, well, it kind of uh, went to where... Uh, Trump did a lot better. I mean, of course, there wasn't anybody running against him. But, boy, I'll tell you, like we were talking about Texas, he had 1.8 million votes, three times the the amount of anybody that has had uh, the most one, uh, which was Bush, uh, which was an amazing thing. Uh, Biden um, and Bernie are slugging it out. Everybody else quit. Mikey Bloomberg spent... Uh, what was it, $500 million on four votes that he got? Yeah, something like that. And so did Elizabeth Warren drop out, or is she still hanging in there? Well, she was third, and I understood that uh, she didn't have much money left, so I don't really know what she's doing. But uh, huh. the the real run is between Bernie and, uh, and Biden, and... Uh, of course, Schumer opened up his mouth today, which isn't surprising, and he criticized Gorsuch and Kavanaugh, and then he was rebuked by Justice Roberts, which is about time. Uh, there yeah. was some calling for a censure of uh, Schumer today, but that would take two-thirds of the vote of the House, which would never happen because he's got a lot of his own comrades that are just as lawless and big-mouthed as he is. And uh, so uh, they they could uh, still uh, do something in the House because it just takes a simple majority. I don't know if they'll be able to do that or not. But, uh, you know, the bottom line of it is uh, Schumer needs to be voted out, and so does Pelosi. Um, but, yep. you know. And, and Schiff the, and all the others up there. You know, in the long, long haul, God allows – uh, these people who are wicked and uh, Schumer's wicked and Pelosi's wicked. Now she may go to church. She's still wicked. And, and so was Schumer period. And the fact that they both uh, support the abortive processes, they're just as lawless as the rest of them. And this country is, is really where they were afraid of Kavanaugh from the beginning because they were afraid they were going to overturn Roe versus Wade. And uh, there is the ACLJ that is working on overturning a lot of stuff that uh, Planned Parenthood was doing. And this, the beginning of this year, Planned Parenthood celebrated that they did more abortions last year than they ever had. So there's more blood on the heads of everybody at uh, Planned Parenthood. There's more blood on the head of people in this country who condone such stuff. 
Robert Davy went even further than that. I won't repeat everything he said, but it was basic what he meant. Robert Davy, being a, a Catholic and believing abortion is wrong, said that the judgment's going to be on your head for all the stuff that you've condoned and allowed. Yeah. <laughs> and he's right. And it is going to be on Schumer's head. And, uh, you know, the bottom line of it is, is that uh, I don't know why the House thinks that everything falls and rests on them, that uh, they're the ones that are are the truth makers, but they're not. In fact, they're the liars in this whole thing. And there's no doubt about it that this country is divided. It's not going to come together anytime soon. And uh, that's just the way it is. You know, you have you have Oprah Winfrey, you know, trying to help uh, someone write a book uh, and, uh, you know, uh, tell all on Trump. You have uh, Hollywood elites that are calling out and just creating all kinds of stuff against uh, Trump and against his supporters. So, <clears throat> you know, the only one that. When we look at it, you know, you you can easily see the divide. You can, you can follow, you know, a lot of the liberal, rich, and famous from Hollywood, and you can, you can find the divide of liberalism and hate that goes all the way to the House and Schumer and Pelosi. You can see that same, uh, same uh, divide. I noticed I've been following a number of races from California of people who tried to go against people and they all lost and they all lost because uh, people in California are liberal and the districts that they're trying to win to, uh, to unseat certain people is just one of those things that is just too hard to undo. So it it, it is one of those things that um, is too bad when when you really look at it that um you know you have a you have a, a state like California and they're not all not at all uh, are they liberal uh there's a lot of conservatives there but the state and the government has been uh taken over by liberal globalists and socialists and uh you know they're trying to get uh, the government, the federal government, to clean up the streets uh, in San Francisco when it's the local government that caused it. And uh, this is the problem you have when you've got a local government that believes in opening the borders and doing what they're doing and allowing people. Do you know they even give road maps for people who want to walk around and see the sites in, in San Francisco? And, and it's a poop road map, honest to God. Oh my and, goodness, and it, and that's it, horrible. And it tells them the streets to stay away from and where to walk so they don't step in all the poop that's uh, a human excrement that's on the streets. Um, Dear God, why would you even want to go there and tour? Well, you know, uh, my family is from Catalina. Uh, and we had family in Hollywood. We had family in Sacramento, in Grass Valley, and uh, we used to spend a lot of time in California, and uh, all of our family is now gone. And, 
you know, the bottom line of it is, is as my dad told me many years ago, he said when they left California, they did it because they were crazy then. And he says they're worse now. So th- there is a lot of issues at stake here in this election. And um, but the bottom line today is that as we look at everything, even with all the chaos and the division in America, we're better off than most people in the world. You know, Tower? Yes, we are. It's it's incredible. You wonder when the hammer's going to fall, though. <laughs> you know? It's not funny, but you just keep wondering. You're so blessed here that it's just, doesn't seem right, you know. Well, the thing of it is, is that this election, you know, is about two fundamental policies. Now, there was another story that came out today that said that the tech, the big tech, is begging the Democrats to put anybody in as their candidate except for Bernie Sanders. None of them wants his socialist <laughs> garbage. But yeah, you you see, right. you know this is this is what uh, the Democrats have done for themselves. Uh, matter of fact, Pat Buchanan wrote an article on it probably about a year ago, warning that the Democrats' all inclusive nature and their diverse excuse me diversity of grabbing a hold of everything. Uh, all kinds of uh, opinions, ideas, and philosophies on America all going contrary to one another in one party, and it's going to be a mess. And that's exactly what happened to the to the Democrats. Um, and of course, when you have people like rabid Chuck Schumer and nutcase uh, Nancy Pelosi, and then you have the squad who are just as nuttier than a fruitcake, anti-Israel. Uh, and, oh, you know, know. You, you, you've got a whole squad of Democrats that are just from every different kind of persuasion, or just as crazy as can be. And every one of them wouldn't give a tinkers, you know what, if America suddenly fell or if Trump quit and and we got a full blown uh, communism in there. None of them. They, they wouldn't do a thing about it. And people are so stupid today. Uh, I mean it. They're they're just flat dumb. When I was raised, we were taught what communism was. We knew what communism was. And anybody that looks at Castro and say, said he does good, uh, you know, apparently hasn't talked to all the Cubans that have been in Florida ever since the Bay of Pigs and before. Because Castro was not a nice person. He's not somebody to emulate. He was a jackass, to put it bluntly. He didn't care about his people. He is interested in power, and he had a lot of blood on his hands. And uh, Russia, uh, you know, itself, under Stalin, had some of the greatest uh, genocides uh, by their own leader upon their own people. Mao of uh, Red China had had one of the largest uh, genocides of their own people as well. And we've got another almost uh, um, something that's heading real bad because they've released uh, hidden hidden footage of uh, the body bags that are in Wuhan. And they also showed the body bags that were in Iran. These are both videos that were released from people that were on the scene. And these body bags are everywhere. 
And, uh, you know, if there's one thing that I could tell the world, I could tell the communists, the socialists, I could tell the Democrats, I could tell the Republicans, I could tell the church. And you want to know what's going to save your butt? That's repentance. And that's what you need to do. This country, from the churches all the way through these these sickening parties we have we have the republicans and we have the democrats who are so divisive so hateful the democrats who don't want to have anything to do with making america great and you have the republicans they have to know also that there is a god in heaven and of course they do talk about that a lot so does uh, trump and pence who have shown actively Uh, praying in the White House, and the Democrats are condemning them for it, that we're screwed. A lot of Hollywood think we're screwed when they see Pence praying uh, with his people concerning coronavirus. That's how far-fetched and screwed we are in America today, because we mock people with the faith. This is all of the earmarks of the end of days, Second Timothy 2, where they're lawless, where they reject the love of the truth. All of the stuff is heading and heading right down into an avenue where it, you better get your head out of the nether region and you better repent. And I'm telling you that is a warning. Because if you think that this coronavirus is going to go quietly into the night, if you don't react properly, you may find yourself dead and facing the good Lord on the other side. Now, there's one thing about it, that there are people and there are Christians today who are praying that God will have mercy in the midst of his judgment. But we also know that from North Korea to China, throughout the Middle East, and even here in America, and also in Iran, there are Christians that are witnessing to the power of Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior in the midst of this crisis. And sometimes it takes a crisis like this to get people to get their heads out of the sand of sin and into the grace of God. Yes, amen. And... uh, Speaking of Iran, Pakistan, rather, we do have a brief interview with Asa Bibi, but I noticed that she was in the news again. Uh, She started speaking out more, and she feels a little more safe to speak out, but she'd better be careful because these guys still hate her. Yeah, they do. She was asked a question, how did your time in prison change your faith? And she said, my faith has always been strong because my family had a lot of devotion. But it did get stronger because now I know that God is with me and God doesn't leave you alone. He is always with us. And uh, she goes on to say, uh, they ask her, how is it possible to endure such difficulties in prison and not doubt God's existence? She said, I never doubted because when I was born, the priest told my mother, this girl is going to be tested by God. And my parents kept telling me this story, and I knew that this was going to happen someday. Did you realize you were a symbol of hope and faith while you were in prison? She says, I had a lot of patience and hope in my heart while I was in prison, and I was certain I would be released one day because I was innocent. I knew that someday I was going to be free. When my father came to visit me, he said, I've been accused for the name of Jesus. And I told him I would also be released in the name of Jesus. Good for her. That's amazing, isn't it? 
Yeah, it is. And uh, living in Pakistan, it is really dangerous for the brethren. And see, this is where that I tell people that if you are still in the concept of, uh, you know, Presbyterian, Catholic, Methodist, Pentecostal, Baptist, Lutheran, if you're still in that mindset, you're going to have to get out of it. Because we have been reporting on persecution overseas for a lot of years. We've been covering it. And I can tell you, the people that are chasing down Christians and slaughtering them and doing everything they can to them, including burning their churches, and the same one, the same governments are of the same ilk who persecute and allow persecution of their own people who are Christian. And there's one thing that they don't care. They don't care what denomination you are. If you claim the name of Christ, if you have a cross anywhere, if you have a church anywhere, if you carry a Bible, if you do anything uh, with the accoutrements of Christianity, they're going to hate your guts and try to kill you. And if you think that that uh, the faith of Jesus is about being a Catholic or being a Lutheran or being a Methodist. It's more than that. It's deeper than that. Those are human endeavors, human institutions that, uh, you know, have certain proclivities and individualities and uh, doctrines. But the main doctrine of Christ is redemption and salvation in his name. And he is uh, the head of the church, and it is his body that we're part of. We're not part of the Baptist body. We're not part of the Assemblies of God body. We're not part of the Catholic body. Now, while even Asiya may still believe that, she's not. And uh, every Christian who truly believes is going to have to stand up in these end of days, and they're going to have to be counted, and you will be challenged you will be challenged to give your faith, to stand up for your faith, and to understand who you believe in. There is going to be a cost in these days to serve the Lord. And if you want to be in a closet and a closet Christian or hide behind your denomination, that's only going to work for so long. Because sooner or later, the battle is going to come to American churches just the way the battle has already come to the churches around the world. Christians in China have found out that those buildings they were building, for a long time they couldn't have a church building. And the only way they could spread the word and survive was in small little meetings. Then they were allowed to build big buildings and have big churches. And then China cracked down, threw people in jail, and now they can't have buildings, uh, churches anymore. And so there's one thing that that the enemy doesn't understand, is being a Christian is not connected to a building. It's not connected at all, because that building is just the meeting place. For we, those who uh, has the Spirit of Christ within them, we are the temple of God. And we are the ones that Christ is coming for, not the the blood, the bricks, and the building. So those are a few points to think about. Now, in our quick news, we do have a Tajikistan pastor. Now, if you a pastor, if you've never heard of Tajikistan, there's Kazakhstan, Tajikistan, 
and a number of others. These are these were um, uh, a lot of these were former uh, Russian republics. They were Muslim uh, countries, but uh, um, in late 2019, this comes from Open Doors. Uh, Tajikistan pastor uh, imprisoned in 2017 for extremism, uh, including testimony that neighbors went in, one, were unable to relax in their homes due to loud singing come from the church, would be released six months early. He celebrated Christmas 2019 with his family. Now, see, in our church that we went to, uh, Brother Kennedy, um, we had a lot of good singing. But in America, nobody, you know, uh, you know, we have churches everywhere in America. And people can sing loud. And I have never heard of any church being closed when the pastor's thrown in jail for singing too loud. Have you, Tower? No, I haven't. <laughs> That's dumb. Yeah, well, it's not dumb in Tajikistan. And it's not dumb in China. They can't sing in their church because they can't even have a church. And in Nigeria and Kenya and even in India, we're finding more and more Christians run out of their churches. At any rate, he writes a little letter. And he says, 2017 to 29 for uh, for us have been years of testing of our faith and walking with God, and not only for my family, Christian churches in our country. These challenges have taught us to unite more and trust the Lord in difficulties. During my imprisonment, many Christians from all over the world stood in solidarity with us, evidenced by the letters I received with your words of comfort and prayerful support. Many Christians prayed for me and my family, and your prayers have helped us to stand strong. Through all these difficulties, to grow spiritually and to transform uh, transform into the nature of our Heavenly Lord, thank you from all my heart. Glory to God. God has shown himself through many brothers and sisters, and also through you. My family and I are very happy for the prayer, support, and physical care you provided. Now, of course, Open Doors is one of those that provide this kind of support. There is Barnabas Aid. There is International Christian Concern. There's a lot of others. And there's also Samaritan's Purse that that, uh, works actively in a lot of different areas. See, this is what it's about if you're living in a country like America that's still free, although it's a pain in the butt in this country at times. We still haven't gotten to the point of killing one another, burning down churches, uh, uh, crucifying Christians, uh, shooting them, murdering them, raping their, their women. See, this is what happens overseas. In America, we haven't gotten there yet, thank God. And may we never get there. Because if we stay strong and can stay to where we're civil to one another and keep the faith of Christ growing in this country then we can help and reach out from this country to help other nations. But we cannot help if we fall. As Reagan said, that once this shining city on a hill called America falls, there is no more America to go to. Now, you see, right now, Erdogan released 180,000, allowing them to go. There's more on the way to Europe. 
They are right now fighting on the border of Greece, trying to get into Greece to cross into Europe. Greece told them they're not coming in. They're trying to stop them because Greece is a mess right now because they have so many uh, foreigners in it. We also have a lot of foreigners coming up through South America to try to come to America. Now, you see, when America falls, there's not going to be an America to come to. And most of these people are told, just like the ones Erdogan, Erdogan told him that the border was open and the border was never open and he knew it wasn't open. So there are people like Erdogan who uses this for political purposes. And one of the political purposes is he invaded northern Syria. He's having problems getting what he wants done there. And he wanted more support from, the, from Europe and also from America, none of which support his actions. So we have a problem in a lot of areas. But thank God this brother got released. And I have personally prayed for Tajikistan. Uh, we prayed for the former Russian republics, Tajikistan, for a lot of years. And uh, I began a lot of years ago doing that. So we're glad to see that he's he's done. Another quick news story, 11 Congolese Christians in the Congo um, were killed by the ADF. That's the Allied Democratic Forces, because there is a war going on between the ADF and the Congo, the Democratic Republic of Congo. And in the middle are caught all the Christians and all the others. And this, of course, comes through Barnabas aid. And there's a pattern, they say, every time the military and the DRC mount an operation against the ADF, the civilians are attacked as retribution. So the DRC is the the Democratic Republic of Congo, while the ADF is the allied democratic forces who oppose them. So you have a civil war and the ADF is an Islamic militant group and uh, and they have attacked the, well, it's mainly majority Christian in the DRC, the Republic of uh, the Democratic Republic of Congo. They're a majority of Christian. And so they've been doing this for more than 20 years and they spend their time killing Christians. So this is these are the things that we're finding going on over there. And in both cases, you have light versus darkness. The light is Christians. You may not like that, I don't care. The light is Christ. And so you you find these places trying to survive. In America right now, Christianity is being attacked. And, and it's being attacked in the political scene. They don't want Christians uh-huh. up there praying in the White House. They don't want Christians telling them not to murder innocent babies. See, this is the America that is fighting us today. And as Christians, we have got to stand up and tell them that is wrong. You're not going to do it as long as we're here. And we're going to fight you tooth and nail to save the kids. And it's not just abortion. They're teaching your children in schools things that are total abomination. 
And there are so many things that they're doing, especially in a lot of the liberal-run camps where they have the um, release, they have the catch and release, so to speak. And this has nothing to do with uh, the illegals. This has to do with people who are caught doing crimes in the big city like Los Angeles and New York. I seen a video today of people in New York that were sacking, it looked like, uh, a store. And there was another one the, that we saw out of the UK that was doing the same thing. And Tower, I can't understand these people that come into these places that think that they can go into a store, totally sack it, uh, run away with as much as they can. And get away with it. And How get away with work? it. Nobody stops them. Nobody. That's wrong. It's just wrong. It's. And I can't so, understand the mindset of that, I'll tell you. And you're seeing more of this than ever before. How long do they think that they're going to do that before it gets to the point that there's not going to be stores, that you're going to break down into utter chaos, and there's going to be a lot of killing and murdering, and in the end, America will not be able to support anybody, let alone the people that are here. You're going to end up yeah. starving. You're going to be in a famine, and then a plague will hit, and you're going to die, and you're going to stand before God. Now, I got news for you. that That's something you need to wake up about. You need to wake up. And I'm talking to the Democrats and to the Republicans and to the political processes and to those in the House and the Senate. You people need to get together and you need to shut your fat mouth and you need to get along. And you Democrats need to understand. Now, there are Christians out there in the Democratic field. The problem of it is the liberals and a lot of the whoremongers are the ones and the idolaters, the ones that are speaking up. Now, you may not like how I'm speaking. I don't care. The bottom line of it is it don't matter to me. The bottom line, I don't care what you think. I'm here to declare a thing, and that's what I'm telling you. You don't want to hear, shut it off and go down the road. But I'm here to tell you something that you need to hear. So sit there and set your butt down and listen for a while. Because this country is not going to be your baby to milk. You can only milk a goat so long before that goat can't give any more milk. You can only make cream so long until there is no more cream to make it with. You cannot eat meat, you know, (laughs) forever because there's not going to be anything to grow meat on. They're not going to have any pasture. You're not going to have your beans. You're not going to have your corn. You're not going to have nothing. Your fancy sanctuaries are going to be gone. Because the house divided against itself is not going to stand. We report on this stuff all the time. And it's coming from a lot of the same places. And all they can do is kill one another. That's because they don't want to know the truth. And there are reasons for all of this. And it's not just all the devil. Now, here's another one, Al-Shabaab. This is in northeastern Kenya. And we were, I wanted to do this one because this comes from International Christian Concern. 
They had released an audio clip online ordering all non-local Christians to leave three counties in northeastern Kenya. Kenya has been experiencing more violence. Al-Shabaab has been targeting Christians in the country, as well as uh, Boko Haram and the Fulani have been targeting Christians in Nigeria. And this is the way it is. If you're a Christian in some of these African nations, your life ain't worth two cents. Because if they can find you and kill you, they're going to do it. And so now, see, this is the disturbing part, Tower. Uh, Al-Shabaab spokesman urged Somali Kenyans to evict all non-Muslims living and working in Garissa and various other provinces. And, of course, they wanted the local workers to be there. But, you know, in America, we've got our own Somalis here. And a lot of these own Somalis are not nice. They're Muslims, and they're not nice. They're causing trouble. They're causing trouble. They don't don't believe in the America that we have. We've got Somali gangs. We have some of them elected to Congress that are Somalis. Yeah. Shouldn't be there. Now, the Reverend Cosmos, uh, that's his first name, he actually has an Assemblies of God church. Assemblies of God have always had one of the best uh, missions programs of any denomination. And he says this is not news at all because the conduct of the local people have always suggested they want us to leave. This region has been unstable for years due to war in Somalia and hatred against non-locals who were mostly Christians. And so there is a lot of problem. And and there's basically not much of a solution. And so the, these are issues that are not going to go along as we proceed. I wish they would, but they're not going to. We are living in that time. But uh, we're going to keep moving on here. Do you have one, Tower? You ready? Yes. Go ahead. This story is just, it's terrifying. It's horrific. It's it's heartbreaking. It's gut-wrenching. It talks about the hidden epidemic of missing women and this comes to us from christian newswire and um the fbi has revealed nearly 300 million women and girls were reporting in reported missing in the u.s last year and mission agency gospel for asia released a shocking report that uncovers the hidden epidemic of murdered and missing women and girls globally and in America. And um, globally, there's between 90 and 100 million women and girls. There are, they're You're missing kidding. and unaccounted for. No, that is just astronomical. It's I can't horrifying. even, I can't fathom that. Me either. And, and they're victims of sex, Selective abortions, female infanticide, infanticide, sla- sexual slavery. Yeah, sorry, infanticide, 
sexual slavery, human trafficking, and abandonment. And I just, this report comes out, um, it coincides with uh, International Women's Day, which is March 8th. And I, I just, in just, in shock about this report. And, you know, there's millions of parents, grandparents, spouses, and siblings that are heartbroken because they don't know what happened to their loved ones or if they're even still alive. Well, wasn't it um, last around- week we were, t- we were talking about the girls missing from Texas, the women missing from Texas? Yeah, there was Texas? boys also. Yeah, and, and yeah. there were some boys in there as well. And that, what was that, 38 just in one month from Texas. In one month, that were reported 39. Missing. Yeah. Yeah. And it it's just heart-wrenching. You know, it's gut-wrenching. And, and the FBI data showed that nearly 300 million females were missing in the U.S. in 2019. And... 222,000 of them are under the age of 18. And in America, it's the minorities, including including Native American females. They're the ones that are statistically at higher risk of going missing. And this is just horrible, Dana. I just am shocked about all this. Well, I, you I know, hate it. I don't like it at all. You know, for years and years, they have said that America has always had an underground slave trade and sex trade. And we we know from history in America, we know there's been times that there's been different gangs and different people, usually bringing people from out of country in here and yeah. get them to, to become, uh, you know, slaves in the sex slave. Uh, but then we find out all these kids that are missing these young women, and because they are young women, I can guarantee you that there's young men missing too, because this works both ways. Yes. Yes. And and the thing of it is, is that where do they go? Well, we don't know. But uh, you know, I mean, th- this is just hard to imagine how many now. There are a lot of different ideas about where these kids are going, but nobody knows for sure. And the thing of it is, is that how do they go missing? Where's the parents at? I don't know. You know, I mean. You know, I don't know. I remember reading an article several months ago that um, this these wicked people make more money in the sex trades than they do with the drugs. So they're turning to sex trades, you know, to this kind of business. Yeah. It, well, it, I don't know. Uh, God will, it, I think, I believe God will reserve a special place in hell for these people. For the ones who took them. Yeah. And take yeah. advantage of them. Yeah, this yeah. is unconscionable. You know, I it I is. don't understand how we can have so many kids missing and nobody does anything. You know, see, this is this or is in the past too. You, like, you know, it seems like nobody's doing anything. 
but I'm sure they are more than we hear about. I don't know. Well, they're doing it all through various means, like, you know, forming, uh, you know, an association for missing women or children. They get donations. They, they try to get awareness. They try to pass laws. But, you know, the bottom line of it is, is that, um, and I've said this before, you know, uh, a lot of people are too comfortable and too asleep to get too worked up. Yeah. And they don't get worked up unless it happens to them. But, see, there is a curse associated with nations that don't walk according to the will of God. And yeah. there's also a curse on all those who do not accept the Lord. And they're condemned. You can read that in John 3. You remember John 3:16? It goes on to say, those who are condemned are cursed. Yeah. So we're living in a world that's cursed. The curse, Isaiah says, has devoured the earth. And we see this thing ongoing, and when Christ comes again, he's going to destroy those who have destroyed the earth. That includes those who were on the earth when they've destroyed it. And there are people today, humans, demon-driven, that are destroying people for their own purposes. Yep. And... They do it for religion, they do it for politics, they do it for selfish reasons, they do it for profit, they do it for sexual reasons. And abortion, they do it because it's comfortable. I seen a video, um, I was telling Tower about it, of young girls who were pregnant and they were parading around. And this was on TikTok. And it had been tweeted out to show what our young girls are doing. And they've been they think it's cute if they get pregnant to try to abort themselves. I mean, dear God in heaven, why are our children doing this? You can trace this back to morals. And if they went to church, you can trace it back to the church itself. You know, and and you want to see the churches. If you are really Christians, get up out of those churches, get on the street, and call this nation to account. We have got tons of abortions. We've got tons of people missing. You get murders. There's murders going on all the time. They're also going into stores. There's people going into stores and just taking stuff off the shelf. I mean, dear God in heaven, what's it going to take to get you out of your pew and get you out of that church for crying out loud and stand up and say, okay, we've had enough. Who Who is monitoring TikTok? Who, ha- who started that? website or no whatever idea. it is because they need to no. take that thing down <clears throat> i seen i just want to mention this on that it's going around on tiktok i don't know if they've taken it down or not but <clears throat> i've never been on tiktok i don't know but no nope, I, I haven't I either hear about tiktok is bad stuff there's another thing where these three boys participate <clears throat> and two of them get their friend who unknowingly 
that he's they don't he doesn't know what they're doing gonna do to him. They get him to jump up and then they kick his feet out, out from under him and then he falls and I've heard of kids getting concussions and one kid fell and tried to get up and lost consciousness and fell on his face and his friends were standing there laughing at him, so called friends. He trusted them because he knew them a long time. So they were just standing there laughing because he was passed out and he was hurt. He had to have several stitches in his face and he had a bad concussion. And the th- you know what is really tragic about this? This boy had recently gone through chemotherapy for a brain tumor. How wicked. These kids have lost their um, moral basis. Compass. They, yeah, yeah. Foundation. and they, it's their conscience their has been seared. It, it's horrible. So I think whoever, this TikTok needs to come down. I've heard other things come out of TikTok as well. Well, you know, the thing of it is, the scripture uh, speaks of an age of accountability. We know that in, in scripture. And the devil knows, you know, scripture also tells us to raise it a child in the way he should go when he gets older he will not depart from it we're to discipline our children we're to raise them in the way that they should go now the devil knows that too so if he can corrupt the children at a young age he's got them and they've been corrupted for generations now in our schools and even in a lot of our churches because there are people in their teaching that are straight out of the pits of hell our churches are intertwined with witches and black-hearted thugs and teachers and even preachers and pastors that are not what they seem. And you, as a Christian and a parent, need to wake up and make sure you know what they're teaching your children. So having said that, uh, um, you know... Out of Pakistan, CBN actually had a story, and we do a lot on Pakistan. And uh, it's about how deep-seated the hatred is for Christians in Pakistan. Now, the Pakistani government and their Supreme Court has tried to do some changes in there. That's how Asiya Bibi got released but um god made a way we'd all been praying for her but there's a lot of them still in there just like asia but um this is about us azim and his family and uh, the local christian families as well he he's with them all because um they're all christians they had been going to separate church houses within the community and God put it on his heart to unite them under one roof in a in a house of God, a church, because they didn't have one. And so he went ahead with that. He had gotten the okay, and they were going to build it. The mo- local Muslim community found out about it. They were furious. And so the local authorities, because of the Muslim community, now we see this both in Pakistan and in India, uh, where the authorities are co- coerced by those 
in India, the Hindus, or in Pakistan by the Muslims in regard to Christians, and the Christians always lose out. This is the way it is. And yep. so construction was halted. And they claimed the Christian community failed to attain the correct planning permission. This is another thing we see all the time. And uh, it's it just, it, it's all against them. They do whatever they want to. And so Azim decided to build his own house on the plot of the lamb and, a land. And the Muslims were again up in arms, accusing him of building a church. And so... To make a long story short, um, they called them chura or dirty cleaners and told us that kafirs should be toilet cleaners and threatened to rape all our women before our, us. We pleaded with the men to leave us alone, but they screamed intent on violence. The women are screaming, and we all began to pray, seeking God's intervention. And when the Christians emerged from their homes, Azim and his brother Saeed were shot in the head. And another member of the mob threw an axe at a Christian man, and he sustained severe leg injuries. This is the world of Christians around the world right here. This is it. And so you need to be praying for them. You need to be given to organizations that, try to help and do things on the ground. But to be honest with you, there's some things you cannot help. This this Azim is already dead and his brother. So that means his wife, his wife is on her own. She has no way except for a little bit that she can make if she works at all. Many times when the wives are left and the husbands are gone, they starve practically to death. The, the, and see, this is unconscionable and we find this around the world where we see this going on and so it's important to understand these things and I don't know I I look at that tower and, and I I see I see how they're treated you know, and I look at how America is, and it just astounds me how with everything we have, we are the way we are. But it comes down to the same thing. There's goodness. There's righteousness, but there's also evil and darkness. And that's what the Lord summed up in Revelation 22. He that is wicked, let him be wicked still. He that is righteous, let him be righteous still. The Lord, in the final book, in the final chapter of the Bible, Revelation 22, it comes down to two things. You're either going to be righteous or you're going to be wicked. Which one are you today, my friend? Which one? There's people in America that think that they're okay and they're not. There's more Americans blinded than ever before. And the road that we're on now is not good. It's amazing to me. The whole thing is amazing. I I can't believe what I'm seeing sometimes. Oh, I know. You know, you know what disturbs me about all this? 
the Muslims are always getting away with it. They, the police, yeah, won't do anything about it. Well, the Hindus get away with it too. Crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. They do. I, I, I don't know, but that's basically the way it is, and so. At the WIBR Warren Radio, we are an advocate for the persecuted church, but we also cover news of our time, like that in America or Israel and other places. Now, we have the coronavirus here. Now, I can tell you, I can tell you that one day there will be a pandemic that will be the worst thing we've ever seen. When you're faced with these things, you got a choice. But the first thing I tell you to do, and I don't care what color you are, what race you are, what creed you are, what church you go to, or if you're not a church, whether you're atheist, agnostic, and that is this. You need to repent and come to the Lord and ask him for his forgiveness. And then walk in his light. First John 1. If we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all unrighteousness. John 1. He went to his own and his own received him not, but to as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Then read John 3. John 10 through 18, and uh, Romans 3 through 7. If you want good advice, that's the advice I have for you. Yes. Ignore it at your own peril. So you can find us over on warn-usa.com, danaglennsmith.com. You can join us over on usa.life and MeWe, on our Instagram, three Twitter feeds, LinkedIn. We're going to have to go, Tower. Yep. Thank you for joining us, everybody. We appreciate you. And we love you and we pray for you. May God richly bless you and pray for your brethren. And please join us tomorrow night for Battle Lines. With um, And we'll be doing Isaiah's prophetic book, part 39, Tomorrow We Die. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Shalom. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.